Hi everyone! Welcome to the another episode of Honest Thought Podcast. I mean, for this episode, it's going to be more.、Um, I think it's going to be something that really close to mine,、um, as well as really personal because it's like something that I think majority of us potentially going through, either during this time or in your you know adult、uh, lifetime.、Um, so today we're going to talk about、um, how to heal and embrace. Um, your grief after a heartbreak during a relationship, and I'm so excited, you know, to have another friends of mine、uh, coming to this, willing able to open her heart and being vulnerable to random people on the internet <laughs> and share about her experience. So I'm gonna go give back the mic to one of my、uh, closest friends, Ikra. Hi, everybody. This is my first time doing a podcast, so thank you, Dara, for having me. <laughs> I'm very excited. I hope I don't cry during this podcast because that would be embarrassing. No, no one can see. So that's the best of being in a podcast. You, you cannot cry.、Um, you, they cannot see you cry on、yeah. on TV. Yeah, that's that's a good point. So maybe I will cry then. <laughs> really wonderful. Please, yes, you feel free. So I think I will be,、um, you know,、uh, want to know,、uh, like, to know, get, let, let other people get to know a bit about yourself, like,、um, how, how amazing you are to go through in this process, and what are your experience to go through it. I mean, of course, no one is expert in this topic. Everyone have their own ways to dealing with it. But I think because every time I'm going through emotional struggle, I will share with you. And during that process, it's helped me a lot to heal. It's great to share with other people as well. Yeah, yeah. So I think you know, like,、um, it's such an interesting topic, and it's a very relevant one as well because、right. I feel like it's it's a very like universal experience. Everyone at some point goes through like a breakup or some kind of you know like heartbreak where.、Um, You know, things you think would work out just don't work out as you、mm-hmm. had imagined, and I feel like, yeah, everybody goes through it. So I feel like in some way,、um, everyone can relate.、Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I think like when I think back to like breakups or like heartbreaks, I think two. I, I've had two of them, and like the first one, as they say, like was the one that really like affected. Affected me, and I think for a while, I it, you know like I just was not over it. Um, but yeah, when I look back at it now, it's it's been like such a transformative experience as well. So I think my first breakup happened when I was maybe like 21 years old, and it was、right. with the first boyfriend ever.、Right. It wasn't even、right. like a long relationship. Right.、But、yeah. That's that's was it was it um I think is I think we speak it today to present the woman's side of a of a story of the heartbreaks, right? And especially when you're Um, first time ever.、Um, I assume that's going to be super, like you know, traumatic or like、uh, impactful to your、uh, emotional trauma. Like, can you tell more、uh, about like what are your emotional or your 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 feelings? What are the feelings that you're going through that? Yeah, so for sure, I think the first one is always really transformative because I think like at that point you haven't really developed like a way to get over that kind of emotion, right? So it's your first time going through this really intense 
um negative experience or like negative feeling um and you don't know what to do and it really just feels like the end of the world so i remember i was like only 21 and now that i think about what i was feeling at that time it's like there's so many like thought processes that i would question because i kept thinking like so it was with a with a boyfriend of like 6 months like not even that long of a relationship and it was long distance and um to be honest like it wasn't even that good of a relationship but um at that time it just felt like the end of the world you know because um what you end up doing is that you end up putting the person that you're with um on a pedestal oftentimes mm. and to me it just seemed like i would never find anyone as good as him mm. and like he was the smartest funniest coolest person i had ever met and like oh my god i lost my chance and now i would die alone so that was <laughs> that was the feeling at that time and it took me like 2 years to get over a 6 month long relationship so that really like speaks to how how much it like affected me but mm. i definitely think that as a result of going through that feeling you know that really like crying every night and like just feeling so lonely um it it built like so many processes in my mind that like i went through a breakup after that as well so um it was much easier i would say of course not easier in that like it it wasn't it was still painful but mm-hmm. i had gone through such a difficult experience already that i knew what i needed to do to kind of you know help myself get through the time um but yeah the first one is always like really really hard right like is it because of the uh, what wh- why do you think that it takes a long time for you like 2 years to recover uh from your first relationship is it because of this is your first time experience that you don't have any much of like uh you know uh, uh informations or um you know um that you, yeah. you feel lost or or what you know makes your healing process take longer yeah so that's a good question right i think that it's twofold so one is of course like external like um uh, one is of course where it's the first experience and you don't know how to react to it you mm. don't know what to do Right? right so you don't understand right. that maybe you need some space maybe you need some time like time really helps you don't know all of that because you have never experienced it but the second is also i think for me personally it was about like my own view of myself i think mm. i was really hard on myself i was very young i mean 21 is quite young right right And 21s of course it's just yeah. legal you know in us for drinking so yeah exactly <laughs> so a baby and yeah. you know i i um definitely was still trying to figure out what exactly i wanted right. and i was 100% so true, just focused though. on mm-hmm. yeah and i was 100% kind of focused on what my partner at that time wanted so i just wanted to be exactly like that you know and i had no idea of like or sense of self and then with that also like you know i don't want to sound cliche but like self love and i feel like i've really like cultivated that over the years after that experience but yeah, yeah. i did not have I had such like a negative view about my about everything about myself so whether it was like physical or mental or whatever I did not think like I was smart enough or good enough or pretty enough like when we broke up that's what I kept thinking I was just like yeah you know you you're you just don't deserve him which after like you know like go, like uh, after so many years thinking back is just like yeah I wish I could go back and tell that girl like no come down like it's it's not really 
it's much deeper than what you think right now right um mm-hmm. the issues are actually not it's got more to do with like becoming comfortable with yourself and then you kind of know okay if it didn't work then maybe that wasn't meant for you not right. so much that oh you're wrong and like you shouldn't be a certain way and that's why it didn't work right so yeah right so i hear is like a lot of like was it like overwhelming of emotions that you felt at that point with that 21 years old girls when you just first uh, break up yeah. like, do you feel angry or or um I don't know like frustrated still like to figure out what you want Yeah I so I think like I was the one so it's really funny so the way we broke up was that I was the one who initiated it mm-hmm. and then not really wanting to actually break break up and then I I feel you 100% <laughs> Yeah and then the I didn't actually think he would be like yes okay so okay. when that happened to me that was a shock because I didn't want to break up but in his head he had already decided like He was like okay she's moving on I want to move on as well and then he was actually doing like in that process and I was not so um then when you all of a sudden realize that okay like the your partner is done um right. it can be very very like overwhelming because you're just like oh my god like I'm actually not there at all like I want to I I'm so desperate to make this work right um, yeah And then it becomes this thing where you become even more overbearing and like even if there was a chance before mm-hmm. of you maybe finding your way to each other it just there isn't because you're trying to push it so much and in your head like it's just like this desperation it's like a it's like a drug addiction you know it, yeah. it literally feels like an addiction where you're addicted to the person and you just need them even if and and you feel like you need them even if they're not really what you want Uh, because you still haven't figured out what it is you want it's just right. the idea of them mm-hmm. like that safety in a relationship is what you crave um and it's it's really really overwhelming because like i remember like i used to cry all the time and i i used to cry all the time and then when i'd be done crying i'd cry about crying because i'd be like why am i so upset <laughs> and then i would cry some more so it's a vicious yeah. cycle right yeah yeah and It it took a while I think I think for a while I just like felt like a lot of self pity where I was just like oh you know um my life sucks and everything sucks and everything is shit and like right. um after a while it just gets really tiring where you're just like okay I don't want to feel this shitty anymore like what can I do to fix myself and mm. what can I do to kind of move on and that's when you know like you try to do you try different things you talk to your friends um and you know they tell you to go out and date some more so you download tinder or something i don't know that's right. what i did <laughs> and, um and then yeah i think i think uh, i know it sounds really superficial but but like what really helped me at that time was since a lot of um you know the negative feelings i was feeling was due to the negative self talk that i was feeding myself mm. i think what really helped and it's very superficial was actually going out on like other dates and having these other people find me attractive or cool or whatever it was um and just hearing that even if it meant nothing right even if it's like someone i would never see again just like one date um it helps like that kind of external validation helps it helps kind of build your your mood um it kind of helps you build validation for yourself and it's not something that you can 100% rely on forever like it's not a long term solution but i definitely think that just making yourself available and letting other people kind of appreciate you um and taking you out and paying for dinner and stuff like that right mm-hmm. um 
right. it does definitely like that was one of the first things I did, and right. that made me actually feel better. Yeah. Right. Which is actually that's really、um, I think that was like a、um, really progressive stage to move into that because like it's already start is already show the sh- the sign that you are starting to heal. Right, yeah, and 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 you understanding. So I think definitely I want to touch that, like how you able to start your healing process or journey,、um, like what are the steps or like what are the things that help you to realize that. But before that, I want to also understand better to, to wrap up. It's like technically, like how are you able to、um, like recognize what you want or who you are? Like you just mentioned, it's like you don't know what you want or you don't know what you are, and you're trying to holding on to that. Ideal potentials of that person in the relationship. So, what are you able like? How breakups help you、mm. to able to realize what you want or who you are in a in a relationship? Oh my god, that's such a good question. So,、um, I think the process itself, right, of figuring out who you are or what you want, I feel like that's never ending. I mean, you're that's always changing. I think you. At twenty years old, you want something else, and at thirty, you want something completely different because you've、that's、developed、really、as a person、mm-hmm. and you've changed. So I feel like that's that's like a long term process. But I think like in a, when you're in a relationship and something that you may not have foreseen before comes up in your partner, and you know you all of a sudden you're like, okay, that really doesn't work for me.、Um, I think that's definitely like a learning experience. So for instance, for me, from the first relationship, I. Had realized I can't do long distance. Like、mm. um, my my love language, like, and I did this later on. I realized, and it kind of like fell into place. Was that the two, the my top two are like、um, quality time and、right. physical touch, and、mm-hmm. all of those require you to be, you know, with a, the person.、Yeah. Not long distance. Not、right. long distance. So I definitely that's like a no go for me. Like I would just never. Um, initiates, you know, a relationship with someone who was not like maybe within like the same city as me. I would just not. That's not gonna work for me. So that's something I realized through that one experience.、Mm. Um, then there are other things as well. Like when you date different people, right? You kind of like see different traits in them, and you're like, okay, does this work with my life? And I think when I was 20 years old, I would, you know, like really be compatible with someone who. Would you know like drink a lot and like party a lot? Because that's what、yeah. I used to do. Right. Right.、Um, I would always like I would like you know like、uh, when you're younger, like you're always、yeah. going out to clubs and like、yeah. drinking so much and like、yeah. and it's fine. You've got that energy. However,、mm. now I sleep at 10 p.m. So <laughs>、um, literally transformed to an auntie. Literally, <laughs> I'm like a 28 year old auntie. But、um, no, seriously, I feel、Laundry. like late 20s. Um, it's it's. I I remember. I think like a few years ago, I went on a date with this with this guy, and、um, he would drink like all all week. So it wasn't even just a weekend thing, but like all week. And then on the weekend, he would just be completely like blasted the entire time. And I、okay. realized like we like even though we were together, it was not quality time. Like it wasn't really like. Meaningful time, and、okay. all he did with his friends was drink, and all he wanted to do with me was drink. And I was like, "Yeah, that doesn't work. He's cool, he's funny, but it's just not. I don't find that like an attractive quality." And then you know, I was just like, "Sorry, it's not gonna work." So、right. I guess through dating different people, you kind of learn what works for you and what doesn't. Right. Um. Yeah. So would that mean that you you encourage us to have a? I mean, would would that mean more? Um, advisable to have more relationship and more heartbreaks to train this muscle, 
or oh. you think is is more like would it be a two-sided? Yeah, I I think do what's best for you. I I feel like there's no one solution, right? But I do definitely think that. Um, your twenties definitely are for like falling in and out of love and meeting different people and traveling and living your best life and you know that's that's how that's what I think so um, and that's what I've done as well where you know you you meet there, there's so many interesting people in the world you know and there's always something you learn from from them either about like life or about yourself and I just feel right. like that experience just like always enriches you but then also you can have the same with like a partner as well I'm not I'm not taking away from like long term partnerships of course mm-hmm. like you, then you learn with your partner and you learn to build something with your partner and that's also like a very valuable experience so really like I don't think there's like a one way of dating mm-hmm. philosophy but right. I, I think there are pros to everything I feel like The trick is basically to take every experience and kind of appreciate it for what it is, and not try to make either space last. Like, you know, whether it's like staying single forever or like being in a relationship forever. Like, I, I feel like right. you, have to, you have to be okay with things changing. You know. Right. True. And I think that's matter most when you. Yeah, sure, you can do it. I think there's no right or wrong of numbers of like, okay, you are a normal person or you are a crazy person. Uh, yeah. Dating one or ten, you know, ex-boyfriends, right? It doesn't define <laughs> your craziness. <laughs> but no, then, but for sure. Like, but I think what I think is also is most important is how to realize what works for you or what not working for you anymore. Because if you re- you you still think that it's not working for you and you maintain to stay in the same relationship, it become really toxic. Yeah, and that's the thing that we want to avoid. Yeah, 100%. I I feel like I think there are phases in your life, right, where you're ready for different things and you accept different things. So I think there are phases where you just kind of maybe like want to, um, you know, maybe like your dating life and being with one person is not a commitment you can make, and that's completely right. fine because you can you can as long as you're honest about it, like with whoever you're meeting, you're letting them know, okay, I'm not looking for a relationship. I right. think it it can be fine, and then. Um, I, I definitely do feel like when you're craving that, you know, companionship aspect and like, mm. like that, like you know, stable companionship, it's hard to just keep dating around. Yeah. Um, because I know, like, when I kind of like felt like, okay, you know what, I really want like a, like that one person that I can be, that I can be with. Mm-hmm. Um, it was hard for me to go on like so many dates in in a month. Like it was just like I would go to every date and it's the same question and answer situation. Like it's the same conversation with every single person. Like same jokes. You're recycling the same one-liners. It's just like after right. a while, it's just tiring. Like I don't want to put makeup on and put heels on for this meaningless conversation, you know. So right. I actually stopped dating for a while when I realized like I really didn't enjoy it. Like mm-hmm. uh, so yeah, I think it's like phases, right? And there was a time when I really enjoyed it. Like I used to love going on dates. So. Right. Um, So yeah, I think it really is a face situation. Right, which is also a really interesting point. Would that, uh, would that is a, a few steps for you to start your healing journey, or what are your, uh, you know, uh, based on your experience, what are your observation of your healing, of starting a healing journey? Like, how can you recognize it? Like, oh, okay, I'm doing better now. I'm starting to recover from a breakup and then start dating again. Yeah, I I think uh, so. Definitely for me, just speaking from experience, I think the biggest thing, like I said, I faced was um, 
you know just that negative opinion of self um mm-hmm. in the beginning so when i started dating like are dating around um i would get all this like attention from other people which yes i know superficial yes i know it doesn't really last it's not a long longevity thing but mm-hmm. it it's nice to hear in the moment like for the for the time being it improves your mood and i think there is power in that you know so that it kind of builds your own validation as well and then uh, like for yourself and then also like i think at the same time the other thing that i did was like i i definitely like have this thing where i want to improve myself and i want to be better so i i definitely did like work on myself as well not that i needed to work on myself but there was anything wrong with me but i feel like i've definitely like every single um as time passes i definitely feel like i grow and i become better right uh, whether it's like having a conversation with someone or like dealing with certain emotions like i feel like i was able to manage my emotions just mm. with like you know time i think and the third thing is something that i guess you know people tell you all the time is like uh, as time passes things get easier right so so yeah i think that was like uh, definitely like time definitely helped um meeting mm. other people helps and just like forming a better opinion of myself over time helped as well right. so yeah right like i think that's so important to uh recognize like what are you need to work on still like improving yourself right and what is your love language or your uh, traits of expressions and what you're looking for in partners um yeah. and i think that is is good that you should communicate that clearly to either the person that you're dating uh, as a phase of just to get to get your exposure after a breakup or yeah. when you make clearly I'm ready to commit in a relationship I think that communication clearly uh, helps when you understand, you know, which stage that you are in. Yeah. Um, of the healing journey. Yeah. yeah. And, and another thing that kind of like really happened and I I think I realized it and I was like, wow, this is interesting was um you know, so when when the breakup first happened, I think one of the things that I felt was, oh my god, like this person is the best person ever and is the funniest guy, cutest right. boy ever. Right. He's so tall and dreamy, you know, like that's all, <laughs> that's all I kept thinking. I was like, oh my god, he's so tall. I would never find anyone who's so tall. <laughs> Are you doing um, a basketball player? Oh my god, yeah, he was like six three. He was good oh looking. Anyway, so <laughs> but um. Yeah so so you know you think you really like put your ex partner on this pedestal like you think they're like Jesus Yeah that, that's happened, a benchmark. Right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And and then when you date around you end up meeting these other cool people who you didn't even realize like you know that could maybe that you could meet someone like that. So I remember I've met like I I met such like interesting people who intrigued me and I was like you know yes that guy is cool i'm not saying that he's not cool anymore but right. um yeah this person is also pretty great and like this person is also nice and he has some nice jokes so like whatever you know and uh, right. you know like like i would like to hang out with him because it's just fun so uh, i think you kind of realize that even even though your ex partner was great and that's fine in his own right he was great um there are other people out there who are just as good maybe you can't do like an apples to apples comparison because like not a, nobody is the same but like you know it's still good right like there's still like really interesting nice people out that you can meet um yeah and then and i did meet someone then after mm. that i i did date someone uh, else for like about a year so 
um yeah so so i think you know it's it's a bit of a process i think first you open up then you realize okay you know it's not so bad outside in the dating pool and then you finally meet someone who really does intrigue you enough um to want to like work on something good so so yeah i think i think that's like the stages of like getting over a breakup that i right. experienced right so tips dating there's better people out there also more people out there for you to date So go yeah. all out and be the best person or best version of yourself through the experience that you already collected, basically your heartbreaks, right? Yeah, to, yeah. To meet those people, right? Yeah. Um, that is so cool, though. Is I think it just um, really empower in a way. Like I just feel like this is more uh, from what you share. It contains from more like a positive experience. I know it's it's feel shit. Okay, like. Uh, after you lost someone or you break up with someone, initial emotion is you go, you feel shit, you cry for days, things like that. But yeah. um, people tend to hiding it or yeah, yeah like put it in a, under the rug and not talking about it and trying just to move on. But I yeah. actually think right, like like you should like honor that emotions, honor that heartbreak, and just surface it. Um, yeah, I I agree with you 100%. Yeah. By the way, on on that, like, I think that breakups are very similar. It's it's like a death, you know. It's right. it's the death of a relationship. It's the death of a friendship. It's yeah. the death of like what could have been with that person that you'd imagine in your head. And like, yeah. it's really really hard. It actually feels that very similar to like someone dying and like exactly. it's, it's grief. And yeah. I, I feel like a lot of times you you don't feel comfortable talking about it with you know people or you don't want to post about it because people kind of just like judge you on it because like exactly. oh, you're you're yeah. sad over they, a breakup. They don't know your stories, like, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like get over it. Like how how are you so upset about this? Small yeah, thing? But, yeah. Go on day. There's yeah. Yeah. So. Just. Yeah, like be be like a boss bitch. Don't like uh, you know yeah, be sad about a boy. No. Yeah. I'm still a boss bitch, and I'm still gonna be sad. It's fine. Like you know, it's it's uh you have to go through the motions of it. You allow you have to allow yourself to be sad. You have to allow yourself to be angry. You have to allow yourself to be frustrated. Like, um, and once you go through all those emotions and you accept them and you really feel them, that's when you really kind of, you know, like move on and like are over it eventually. Right. Take over it, you know, in quotation marks. Mm-hmm. Um, and and yeah, otherwise, like if you're if you If you have, a, if you go through a breakup and like a week later you're like, yeah, I'm fine, you know. Actually, I'm I, I'm such a boss lady. Like, I'm not. I don't give a shit about you know whatever. It's it's just not real. You're lying to yourself, and it'll probably take you longer to actually be completely okay. And it's probably going True. to turn into some sort of like weird behavior. Like, it's going to come out in some sort of like weird behavior later. Like, you're either gonna start drinking too much or like do something stupid. Like, I don't know. Um, right. Yeah. I, I I think it. I think it's there's power in actually grieving a relationship. You should always like grieve anything mm. um, that ends that makes you sad. You know. Right. Right. True. Yeah. I think even though that is painful, uh, it takes a lot of courage. You know, to 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 face it head on. Right. Um, like you. It's it's just. I feel like, and then when you're able to you know get done with it. Right? Um, do you think that this also helped you to 
uh, open better for new relationships. Yeah. Like, do you like because a lot of times we're gonna go through a heartbreak and then they're afraid to fall in love again because they're afraid to get hurt. They're afraid yeah. to being vulnerable again, which a lot of people come into us like uh, un- un- like unavailable emotional attachment. Like yeah, yeah. So do you think? How would you able to using this grief in a positive way to be more open up with new relationships instead yeah. of avoiding relationship? I think going to therapy helps. Okay. Yeah. So, so so if if there is something that you're struggling to get past and you feel like you've become like emotionally unavailable or closed off, um, I think that's a I think you you need to realize that if you're going to stay that way and you don't do anything to kind of fix that, you're not going to find a meaningful companionship, or you're not going to be able to build a relationship with someone because it takes a lot of vulnerability and a lot of like it's a it's a big risk, you know, when right. when you it's really put like yourself a, up. Like we always joke, is like a, like a, our full time jobs. We have full time yeah. jobs in the corporate world, and we have full time jobs at home. Yeah, right? yeah, for sure. Like. Um, it takes a lot of work and a lot of vulnerability to be with someone and to make a relationship work. And I feel like if you want that, you know, um, you definitely have to work on whatever past trauma you have. And if it takes going to a therapist, I do that for sure. I think you know, I, I think it really does help. One hundred percent, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I, I know that you. Whatever you share here is exactly what you're going through, and also exactly what you practices.、Um, yeah. Especially going to a therapist, I think it's a, a, a people. A lot of people still, I think, especially. I mean, in the state, it's fine. Like, I think that's normal. But in Asia, like where are we coming from, right? It's a stigma that you are you're wrong, or you are there's some problems with you to go to therapist. Yeah, like you're crazy. You yeah, know, like yeah. So I, I think that we should be open more to that. Uh, especially where I'm coming from, like, and you coming from. I mean, I'm from Vietnam, and you're from Pakistan. These two is just so,、uh, in some ways, really con- still conservative, right?、Mm-hmm. Towards、uh, um, attachment or emotions, like we never discuss about emotions in our family, right?、Uh, Most. So、um, honestly, I think it's also our upbringings also affect, you know, how you're dealing with losses and, and grief. Yeah, yeah, for sure.、Um... Yeah, I, I think like growing up,、um, the the sort of process was to just kind of hide it and not talk about it. So like,、yeah. if there was a negative emotion, you don't really share with your parents. You're not so super like close to them. It's more of like a very respect re- relationship. So、right. respect them, but you, they're not your friends. Right. Say. So, and then, and then later on as well, like when you go through anything negative, you just try to hide it. And obviously, there's、right. only so much you can hide before you like go full exploding. Yeah. yeah. Like,、um, you know. So, so yeah, definitely, I, I do think that therapy helps, especially, especially there's there's no like shame in doing it, especially after like a traumatic experience, whether it's a heartbreak, whether it's like. Any kind of like loss in your life, it could be personal, professional. I I think that if you if you had a fever, you would go to a doctor. So、right. why not go to a therapist? That's if- so true. That's so true. Exactly. When you have physical pain,、uh, I think that's a good, really good point. In physical pain, you know, you don't hide it. You you have cancer, definitely, or having some disease, you need to go to doctor for treatment. Yeah. Because mental health or mental losses or emotional losses, you cannot see it. Yeah. But yeah. So that's why people don't 
recognize that it's just a normal process of going to a checkup. Yeah, and and honestly, like mental, like your emotions manifest into physical quite often, and we don't realize yeah. it. So, I I know that for me, like it, uh, like when I'm upset, like when there's something emotional happening, like I lose my appetite or I lose my sleep or yeah. um all of a sudden like I don't have energy, like I just feel really really tired, you know, so and, and we don't. We don't like maybe make that connection so much, and it's just yeah. like, oh yeah, today I'm just feeling a bit tired. But no, it's mm-hmm. it's like really like the weight of your emotions. It's it's coming out physically because you're not taking care of that um, that emotion, like the all like your mental well being. So so yeah, I definitely think that there's a big connection between the mental and the physical, and and especially with heartbreak, right? Like you stop eating, and then people are just like, oh, you're just going through a heartbreak. Get over it. Go eat something. Like no, like seriously, it's, it's like a process. Right. So, um, yeah, that yeah. also happens, and you have to be aware of it. And and it's right. normal. A lot of people go through it. You know, there's no yeah. shame in feeling that way. Yeah. No, for sure. I honestly felt like if I think we can continue talking about this forever. Because this is gonna be so. Um, I think this is really uh, healing to talk things out as well during this. Um, and I know that you know you're going through so much. Uh, oh, by the way, uh, Ikra and I also know each other from works. Um, we join a company, a same company together, and uh, from that we sharing both of like work experience, also personal life experience. And um, Ikra is like one of the strongest emotional person because we're in a similar age, so we go through a similar you know party life, dating life, commitment life um, together. And um, I think that is really great for. What can I? When I can see you right now, that you're going through a lot, and then you are really happy in your current relationship. Which so you just also good things, guys. Like when you go through a lot of heartbreaks, it will leading to you eventually. And um, seeing you right now, being happy and also being in a healthy relationship yeah. is also a really a great motivations for everyone out there, right? So you're still going through. This process and feeling like lots of hope in the future. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I remember, like, uh, so if I were to go back, you know, I I am in a really happy relationship. Like, my, honestly, I feel very lucky to have found this person. And I feel like, you know, if I were, if I could just go back and tell my 21 year old self, I'll be fine. You know, you meet plenty of cool people, and then, you know, right now you're dating someone really amazing. Like, stop. You know, like uh, it's it's not the end of the world. I yeah. I wish I could do that, but mm-hmm. I guess I had to go through that process. I I think it was it really right. like makes you strong because. I think that one breakup was very painful, and then every subsequent breakup after that was just a bit easier, right? right. So um, it's like go, going your deadlift, right? <laughs> you become stronger. You definitely yeah. become stronger. Grow bigger booties. Go bigger hurts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so yeah, no, definitely become stronger, and I feel like. My thought process is always like, okay, so the last time, the last breakup I had was like two years ago or something, and maybe even more, like three years. And um, with that, what happened was that um, when that happened, of course, I was very upset. But like, there was a part in my brain that was like, you know, the logical part that was like, listen, you have gone through this really terrible breakup at 21 that made you feel like you were going to die, like physically mm-hmm. die. 
and right. you got through it and you are you know you're in such a good place like in terms of life and mm-hmm. you know you met so many cool people and you met your ex after that who you never thought you would be able to meet someone so cool and you know you figured it out before you'll figure it out again like you've right. gone through this heartbreak before and you survived and you'll do it again and i feel like right. that really, that's what really like helps me um, right yeah that the end realization that i will always be fine in the end right. i'll be fine right Right, exactly. As long as you're able to heal and understand what you want, I think yeah. that would help to guide you to yeah. go forward, right? Yeah. But this yeah. is so uh, fun, you know, to discuss. I mean, this I know this is our first time uh, talking in the podcast. I mean, we talk about this on a daily basis, but then this is the first time talking podcast to go through a clear thought process in a topic. I think it's really yeah. therapeutic. Somewhat yeah. in this process, yeah. So, um, if anyone interested, you know, to know more about Ika, I, I know she's she's super shy. So uh, you can just follow on Instagram, uh, keeping up with the keys. You know, uh, uh, I, I can link the the, the information in our Instagram post uh, to get to know more. But uh, uh, for sure, um, this is not just a stop journey for you. This is like a process for you to go through and moving on with your life. It, 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 either it's a heartbreak or even a divorce, which is even a bigger thing, right? You're gonna go yeah. through it, right? So, uh, Ikrats, um, you know, I'm thank you so much and super grateful that you spend times on on a Sunday brunch. Mm-hmm. I know you can spend time with your boyfriend. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> But uh, I mean, I think it's really informative, you know, to go through this with you because I don't think that we talk about much about healing through emotion in school or stuff like that when we grow up. So I want to use yeah, these yeah. platforms and you know our own experience it can be different from other people just to you know share a piece of puzzle, you know, to yeah. help on um, building their journey. Yeah, for sure. Thank you so much for like having me on your podcast. I feel so honored. <laughs> you know? and no, there's it's... only few people listening, so don't worry. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> like me um, and, my, and my mom's. All right, <laughs> and me and my mom now. Um, but <laughs> yes, uh, also please ask your mom and brother to just listen to this. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But yeah, I just feel like it's a very easy thing to talk about. It's just such a universal experience. Everyone goes through it at some point, and like I, I and sometimes you just kind of feel lonely in that moment. Yeah. Maybe all your friends are in relationships, and you're like, oh shit, what's wrong with me? I just yeah. got out of mine, and it can be really, really just like difficult to go through. And just knowing that other people have gone through it as well, and they've come out of it, and you know, you'll be fine. Like that, that kind of like sometimes you just need to hear it. And yeah, I, I I hope if someone listens to this while they're going through this process, like they'll be fine. Everyone's right. fine in the end. So yeah. Yes, for sure. I hope I hope so too. Okay. Yeah. Thank you so much for your time here, and hopefully we can talk more uh, potentially in different aspects of life beyond um, this, or just we'll go back to relationship as well um, when. Uh, You have time or more sharing? Yeah, for sure. Okay. One hundred percent. Okay, great. So thank you guys for listening too, and then tune in next time uh, for next uh, session with us. And if you have any questions or feedback, 
you know, just go to our Instagram on the start underscore pods to give your direct, uh, you know, uh, thoughts and comments directly. Okay. Thank you, Ikras. Thank you, Dara. Yes. In- enjoy your Sunday uh, with the loved ones. Okay. I'll see you next time. See you. See you. Bye bye. Bye bye.